Uh, we're two weeks in here. How's your how's your fly situation? Uh, it is much better than it was. I will say that. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, I um, I uh, I did your little trick uh, for like a couple days, and then um, there was one day like I was busy, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll just skip a day. Um, and then I was gone Friday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and got back late yesterday. So, um, I had some time away. I couldn't, I couldn't tend to it for a few days, but, uh, couldn't go dumping water down. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, it's significantly better than it was. I will, I will at least say that. So, um, yeah, you're right, man. It it fucking works. It's some Midwest. It's so easy. Like it's so easy, and like it doesn't sound like it would work, but it fucking does. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It totally works. Midwest home remedy. This one at least checks out. I'll I'll give it that. Yeah. For so for anyone anyone who has listened to the podcast, I was like, that's some bullshit. No way that's going to work. Do it. Your, your problems will be solved. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't stick to it like necessarily every single day, but it definitely at least made a significant difference. So yeah, it might not be perfect, but I mean, it's, even like with flies, like even if they're not like all gone, it's just nice to have the numbers reduced because they're so goddamn annoying. Like one of them is is horrible. So once you've got like one less, you know, right, right. Yeah. And I swear those bitches just fucking multiply like crazy. I mean, they do. That's that's facts. Yeah, I don't think they I think they live like two days or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like. You think you've only got like one and then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, cool. I killed that one. And there's like four more You're like, God damn it. But, you know, what are you going to do? Like, let's see. Fruit, fruit flies live eight to 15 days. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe eight to 15 days is the, uh, the amount of time you really need to keep pouring that hot water down the drain. That would, that would line up with my three week time frame I gave you. Cause that'd be 21 days. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. I do need to keep going with it though. Even, even though they're, they're, uh, they're greatly reduced and in a, I guess, tolerable amount. I still don't want to have to tolerate them at all. So, right. Yeah. That's totally valid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll get back on that train. Uh, hopefully I'll, hopefully I'll dump some water down tonight, but, uh, yeah. How have you been, man? Pretty good. I've had a pretty good week. How are you? I don't know why I'm saying this so weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's cool. I I like it. Just go go with the voice. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Um, can't really complain. Uh, short week for me this week with work. 
makes it a little uh little stressful cramming a five day week into four, but um it's a short week. Tomorrow's Wednesday already. So uh yeah. It means my week's like half over. And it feels like nice. it just started. So that's pretty cool. I like the sound of that. Um yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um did you uh did you do anything for Fourth of July at all? Nope. Nope, didn't didn't witness any any fireworks or any sort I of I saw some I saw some through the window because I live really close to a stadium. Okay. So I saw I saw some out my window and they were kind of keeping me up when I was trying to go to sleep last night. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that is a problem with them. They can be kind of loud. They are small explosions in the atmosphere. Yeah, they do do they do that. Um no, I was like, I was fucking, I was taking a shower last night and I kept hearing like, like bang, bang, bang. And I kept, I was, I was getting fu- freak, fucking freaked out. The first couple of times I heard it, I was like, is someone breaking into my apartment? And then I was like, oh, oh no, that's the fireworks. But it really sounded like it was like someone breaking something like against my door. It did not sound like fireworks from, from inside the bathroom. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I uh I had I had a good weekend, but I, I've got I've got a few things to uh to bring up from from my little weekend adventure. Um the first of which is is Fourth of July fireworks related. Um not particular I didn't hear a ton of fireworks over the weekend. Um I did go I did go visit my dad, like I had mentioned. Um, and, uh, we've previously discussed how my dad lives very close to a nudist resort. Yes. They, they usually like to really whoop it up and, uh, and do some celebrating on holidays. Uh, so for shits and giggles, we, uh, we checked out their website to see what their weekend itinerary was. And, um, I know, I think it was Saturday, Saturday, they had a band and that, which we could hear, like we could, we were close enough. We could hear like lyrics to some of the, some of the songs the band was singing, which is goofy as hell. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday they were having a cornhole tournament. Which is classic, which is just funny when it when it's a bunch of nudists. Um, And then uh, at night they had a red, white and blue dance. Which uh, you could hear a little bit of music, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't anything too crazy. And we did hear fireworks and, you know, just people outside like shooting off guns because that's the thing you do in the country for uh for celebrations you just shoot guns in the air hell yeah let's go um yeah yeah but uh that was kind of fun i'm glad i i'm glad i had a story involving uh involving the nudies again 
Haven't haven't talked about them in a long time. Good bunch of bros, I say. Yeah. Um but my dad my dad and I had a good bro down over the weekend. Um we made that brisket that I'd been talking about for the last month or so. Yeah, how'd um, that turn out? Hopefully good. Because you yeah, have a lot of it. Yeah, so I made it um I kind of cooked it like two different recipes. One came out awesome. One came out pretty good. So I'm glad I, yeah, I'm glad I tried out a couple different things. And, um, the one that was just okay was like a pretty small piece, um, compared to the other one. It was like one third and two thirds. So Two thirds of it came out really, really good. Um, so that was awesome. And I was trimming it up and I got, ended up getting about like five pounds of ground beef out of it because my dad has a meat grinder. So nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty epic. Um, and we did, my aunt came over and we did like a, we did a Brazilian style barbecue with my uh, my picanha that I ordered online, which, by the way, the company that I ordered it from. Fantastic. Highly recommend them. Um, it's a company called Wild Forks. I believe their website is Wild Fork Foods. Um, freaking great. Awesome service. Everything out there super fast. Super high quality and really good prices. So highly recommend checking that out if you're looking to mail order any meat. Hell yeah. You'll love to hear it. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, what else? What else happened? Oh, uh, my dad asked how you were doing, which. Again. He insists that your name is Max. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> it, it, it's not. And and I, I have corrected him. But at this point now, I'm just letting it go. Because, um, in fact, um, uh, my friend Mike. Got, I've known Mike since I was like seven or eight. So we're looking at. Probably like a good 30 years I've known Mike. Sure. And like Mike went on vacations with us. I went on vacation with Mike and his family. My dad still put to this day puts an S on the end of his last name, which is not there. <laughs> yeah, I think at that point you just have to accept that your uh, your dad's going to get some names wrong. Like, I'm not I'm not going to dox Mike and say what his last name is, but like, there's no S. It's just. Yeah, I don't I don't know. So that's a thing. Um, and then, God, OK, so then because uh, because my dad calls you Max. Um, later on in the weekend, we had. Uh, we finished up the the last two episodes of Stranger Things that were released on July 1st. Um, and there is a character on the show named Max. 
And like out of the blue, my dad is like, well, do you think Max is going to make it? And I got super confused because at this point, I, I just assumed he was talking about you. Gotcha. And he was not. He he was he was referring to to uh, the character to the character. And I was like, what? What? Yeah. What? What do you mean? Oh, oh, you mean the person whose name is actually Max, not the one that you just insist that you're pretending on. is named Max. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, God. Yeah. Um. OK, so like I said, my aunt, my aunt was over. Um, She was again uh, dog sitting for. Uh, my cousin. So she came over Saturday and Sunday because she was super bored and ate with us and we had a big Brazilian barbecue. And, uh, you know, her and my dad were talking to me about like the foods that I was I was cooking and they're like, you know, where did you where did you learn how to cook this Brazilian food like this? And I was like, oh, well, this is, you know, like my friend Andre. He's uh he's Brazilian. And Brazilian as fuck. Yeah, yeah, him and his wife are Brazilian as fuck. Jeez. Um and my dad was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Andre, Andre's a really nice guy cuz um Andre helped me move the same day that you helped me move." When yeah. and so my dad met both of you at the same time. Although he he manages to remember Andre's name. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's when when he asked about you, how you were doing. Andre got the, the conversation started. Then he was like, oh, yeah, he's like, he's like, how's Max? And then my aunt who. Oh, no. Who didn't didn't say anything necessarily about listening to the podcast but she was like oh yeah yeah he moved right <laughs> and i was like yeah uh, he, yeah yeah he did she's like where did where did he move to How, how's he liking it out there and i was like oh you know he moved to oregon he likes it you know i told my you know, told the whole story about like why you moved and, you know, you got a new pos- position with your same company, blah, blah, blah. You've always wanted to live out there, all that good stuff. But I mean, aside from that, aside from listening to the podcast, there's n- no way she would, she would know that you moved. Right. But nope, it wasn't mentioned. The word podcast never came up. He didn't like ask, like, how did you, how do you know about him? No, no. I mean, like, obviously, like, it's pretty clear, but don't you at least want to, like, get some confirmation? I think it's super funny to just not say anything unless it gets brought up specifically. So I just let it go. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, the only, the only thing I can think is... I don't know. Maybe we had like a maybe there was some sort of like break room nachos like 
Instagram post or something that she, that she saw because I think she might follow us on Instagram. But yeah, no, I'm pretty sure she just listens, which I think is really funny because I don't know if her and my dad like discuss it or not or have discussed <laughs> it, but he hasn't said shit to me and neither has she. Until now, sort of, sort of, but I don't know. I just I think it's super funny that it just it hasn't been talked about and. I haven't brought it up because apparently won't be talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that uh, that's that. But uh, overall, it was a good weekend. And those are kind of uh, those are my stories I got to pull out of pull out of the Fourth of July holiday. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's that. Um, I talked to my coworker, Brian, today, and we've, um, we, we kind of came up with an idea for a TV show. And I feel like you okay. and I have, have probably previously talked about this. And I think, I think a lot of people, uh, have thought about this. It's not, it's not a super, super original idea on the surface. Um, but, you know, having like like a comedy, like a sitcom surrounding your place of employment, I think I think right. that's that's a pretty common idea. Um, yeah. But we were like, I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen a show, definitely not around like wine sales, but we don't think we've seen a show surrounding like people who go out and make sales calls and we, we just kind of sat there and spitballed like which, uh, which actors and actresses would play um, all the people in our company. So that was kind of fun. I know Andre and I used to do it, but we did it the other way around. We said that world market was like the office and we tried picking out people who worked at world market that, that were already like those characters. Yeah. 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 So. So this was kind of fun. We did it kind of the opposite way and tried to figure out like which actors and actresses would would fit best for for the people we work with and uh, the people at the accounts we see and different storylines and episodes that we could run with. So um, I don't know. That was, that was kind of a, a goofy goofy little thing we did that was just today nice yeah what uh i what's going on in your life I big boy well i uh over the past like week uh got a good amount of progress done on a script um my chance on man video is crushing it you know uh when it first came out you know it did okay and then it like it like it like popped off and did like really well for a bit and then it dipped back down and now it's it's come back up to where it was at when it peaked so it's like can it's it's like getting close to a thousand views a day right now which is awesome okay nice uh love to see it and um i spent this entire past week losing to a single boss in elden ring 
Oh, really? There's this boss, and anybody who knows anything about Elden Ring is probably going to know her name. Her name is Melenia, and she is... Oh. Just, just fucking... Ah. Oh, the thing bitch. is, the thing, the thing about Melania is, I don't think she's a bad boss, but I do not think she's a very well-designed boss either. Okay, what do you mean by that? So what I mean by that is, when it comes to, I don't know, it's, it's hard, it's hard, it, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that I have to kind of explain to, like, really cement how i feel about millennia right so first of all there's there's like um almost like a range of difficulties with the games like right like if you imagine like the easiest game in the world like kirby that's on the far le left that's like the easiest games ever and then you go all the way to the right and you have games that are stupid hard like ninja gaiden on the nes and you don't really want to be on the far side of either of those you don't, you don't want to be on the far side of, of, of that scale in either direction. You don't want to be too easy and you don't want to be too hard. Because if you're too hard, it's not going to be enjoyable. And if you're too easy, it's not going to be enjoyable because the game won't engage you at all, right? Right. So I right. think generally, from software games, end up somewhere in the, like, third quadrant, so to speak, right? Like, it's, it's halfway between, like, the middle point and, like, the super hard zone. Um, okay. And that's... That's kind of the sweet spot as far as I view it, right? Like that's where the game is hard. You're going to get your ass kicked, but you're still going to have a fun time with it. And most importantly, it's going to be fair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, like the number one thing you want in a from software game is, 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 um, the, like, like the, the, the two, the two things that are most important are, uh, 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 that I'm sorry. I just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> um you're good <clears throat> all damage all damage should be predictable and avoidable um oh, okay that seems so fair. yeah so like what like like if you imagine like say we have like a knight like a like a guy with a suit of armor and a sword and a shield right when he brings his sword into the air your assumption as a player is he's about to swing his sword right right makes sense we call that a tell when it, when it comes to like speaking a game design. That's, that's the tell. That's how you tell what's about to happen. Sure. So every, every enemy in the game should have decent tells that warn you about what they're about to do. And there should be no ambiguity about, about like which move there's going to be used, or at least very little. It can be like hard to tell, but you, don't, you should always be able to tell, right? Like no two moves that an enemy uses should have the same tell because you need to be able to tell them apart. Yeah. Yeah. That, that. That makes sense to me, at least. Sure. So the second part of that is predictable, right? So, or sorry, like the first part of that, we're still on that, is predictable, right? So when you see that tell, you can predict what's about to happen and respond accordingly. And to follow that up, if the enemy has multiple moves that can, if the enemy has moves that happen after that initial move, they need to be essentially the same move every time so that you can predict what comes afterwards and again, respond accordingly. So if the knight raises his sword into the air, you know, he's going to swing diagonally, right? Then, you know, after, if you fought him a few times, he's then going to swing, he's going to move his sword up towards his middle section and swing horizontally. That's okay. kind of the predicted combo that he's going to use on you. Okay. 
or or if he on his first move brings his sword out to his side, you know it's going to be a horizontal strike. And then he's going to move his sword down and strike upwards and diagonal. So there's two different moves, right? And depending on how his initial movement is, you can tell which combo he's going to do and respond accordingly. Okay. Makes sense. The first major problem that I have with Melenia is that none of her moves are, are technically unavoidable. However, they are nearly unpredictable because they can all chain together and she can use any any one of her moves after any other move. So knowing like what moves she uses first does not guarantee what moves she'll use next. Ugh. Okay. And this creates, this creates an issue because, because it becomes extraordinarily difficult to know when she's going to stop attacking, first of all. And two, it becomes very difficult to tell when you're allowed to like attack back, when you're allowed to counterattack and do damage of your own rather than just taking damage. Yeah, okay. So the way that you end up having to fight Melenia because of the way that she attacks is you just have to fucking sit there and let her do her thing for as long as she wants until she does one of a couple moves that you know 100% there's not going to be another attack after. But until she does one of those attacks, she can literally just keep going forever. I have had times where I've just fucking meandered back and forth, dodging her attacks for a solid 30 to 40 seconds before I am able to do anything because there's she has no reason to actually stop attacking. Oh, yeah, that's got to be tough. It's it's hell. It sucks ass because it completely takes control away from the player. You are waiting on her to allow you to attack, essentially. Ugh. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time <clears throat> now, for that. Yeah, so that's super frustrating on in its own right. And it took me a long time of fighting her to realize that, like, I really just can't attack her until she does these two to three moves that I know she's not going to follow anything up with because I can't predict what she's going to do. She's not predictable. So that's the first part of her, like, not being super fair. Okay. The second problem, uh, uh, it comes in the form of that avoidability, you know? When that knight raises his sword and swings diagonally, you know that you have to roll to the left in order to avoid that because he's, he's slashing to your right. That's how you avoid that attack. And okay. as long as you know that, you can always avoid that attack. And that's, you know, you, the first few times you fight this knight, you might get hit because you don't know how to avoid it. But once you know how to avoid it, you can avoid it every time. And it's now fair for you. Okay. Melania has this one move. It is fucking horrible. What she does is she like jumps up into the air and she sits there for a second. Then she comes down and she slashes you and like an uncountable number of times. She pauses. She does it again. She pauses. <laughs> she does it again while jumping behind you. Then she circles around you and does it one more time. That attack is nearly unavoidable if you are too close to her. Yeah. Okay. The, the only way that I have found to reliably avoid all of the damage of this attack is to be the right distance away from her where I can run away and avoid the first set of slashes completely, dodge through the second, dodge forward to dodge the third, and then move away from the fourth. That is the only way I've found to properly avoid it. If I am too close to her, my best bet is to try to roll past her and accept that I'm going to take some damage because I don't have enough, like, invincibility frames to avoid every single slash yeah that is very bad that is very bad design 
Oh. Yeah. Now, I will say that technically speaking, it is not unavoidable if you're at that close range. I have watched other people who do it, but I have also looked up online how to avoid it at close range, and it's so unreasonably difficult to do that I have just accepted that I can't do it. Damn. it requires unreasonably specific timing. Literally like the guides online all say the same thing. It's like you have to dodge when her foot touches the ground and then and only then. And I just can't get the timing on that because it's too fucking fast. Oh, okay. Yikes. Huh. Finally, finally, there are some annoying mechanics on millennia. The, the main one is that every time she hits you, she saps your health. You lose health and she gains it. Oh, that's not cool. Like on top of all of this other shit, she heals by hitting you. Ugh. Okay. And I am just like at my wits end with this fight because I feel like I know everything that she's going to do. I know her in and out. I know every five. I've literally sunk, I think about 10 hours into this fight and I still can't win. And I, I just, it's because like little, little things that are complete bullshit. Like number one, she does a ton of damage too. And like virtually all of her attacks will take out about half of your health, which is an absurd amount of damage for how fast she is as a boss. Yeah. And like that, that's like the other issue with her, like quote unquote unavoidable combo, like with the slash, like the multiple slash things. If you're going to do an attack that is like that long and that hard to avoid, the one thing that I think you should do is make sure that no one part of the combo ever does too much damage, right? So if I get hit by that first set of slashes, it doesn't do a ton of damage to me. It's if I get by the whole combo that I can get killed, right? Right. But no, her first set of slashes can take you down fully from full health if you are just, if you don't manage to dodge enough of the slashes. Oh, come on. That's not cool. Right? It fuck. it's so irritating. And so like I've had so many runs where I have done incredibly well. I have gotten her down to like nearly dead. And then she just decides to do that move when I'm right next to her and I can't avoid the full combo and it kills me. And I'll be sitting there like I still had seven healing items left in this fight. And I lost because she decided to do that move. And it was just basically fucking unlucky. Oh, that sucks. And like the, you, you fucking, you think I'm a crazy person talking about like all my tactics to beat this boss at this point. Like number one, like the thing I've learned is she only does the slash attack when she, she, she does the slash attack when she gets down to 75% of her health. She will never do it before then. But when she hits 75% of her health, she will do it at some point. Doesn't matter how close or far she away, away she is from you. So you have to like get a good distance between you and her before she does it. After that point, she can do the slash attack at any time, but she's unlikely to do it if she is already like in the middle of attacking you. So my fucking tactic with this is get her down to 75% health, get a good amount of distance between the two of us so that she can't, uh, so that she can't kill me with it. Then what I have to do is stick really close to her, but not so close that her attacks can hit so that she can, can, can so that she continues to combo until she runs out of moves. Then I can hit her and stun lock her in place until 
until she dodges away. After she dodges away, there's enough distance between us that I can safely avoid her, her slash attack. So I keep that distance between us unless she closes it herself because she'll dash in to attack you. If she dashes in to attack you, it's unlikely that she'll do the super slash move. So that at that point, I stick close to her again until she's done with her combo and I fucking rinse and repeat and I still can't win. Oh, damn, man. I like your strategy. You've got, I mean... I guess maybe it's not the greatest because it hasn't worked yet, but you've at least put a lot of thought into it and it sounds good. That's the thing. Like my strategy works. It works really well, but I still can't win because sometimes she just pulls off some bullshit. Oh, uh, damn. Damn, and man. I'm so done. I'm so tired of fighting her. I'm sung, I'm thinking like an hour minimum into this every day just to try to get it over with. Like I'm doing it on stream. I'm doing it off stream. I just want to have it done. I don't care if I beat it on stream or off time. I, I just want to have it done and I just can't do it. And I'm so tired of it. Now, is this the is this the final boss for the game? No. Okay. Okay. But now, she yeah. she is the boss that like like I've heard every like a, a bunch of bosses talked about since the game came out, but she is the boss I've heard talked about the most. So I know, or at least I am in, I'm in good faith that she is by far the hardest boss. So, and I'll say too, like she's an optional boss. I don't technically have to fight her, but that's not, that's not good enough for me. <laughs> right. I, I, I have to beat her. Yeah. I have to know that I can beat her. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. You you got to make sure you you take care of her, especially now that I've sunk so many hours into it. Like, I can't just not beat her at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I would agree. I would be the I would be the exact same way. Like, I wouldn't be able to quit until. Until I conquered conquered that boss. So that's, um, that's like been my entire week. It's just been me like fighting this boss over and over and over and over and over again, building up this like crazy strategy of, of things and like learning all the super subtle differences between some of our moves. And I just, I just can't win. Yeah. God, I feel like I'm trying to think think back to to my youth and my my video game playing days i feel like the uh the uh the minecart level in the original in donkey, kong? donkey kong country <laughs> yeah i know what you're talking about for for a good while that was that was like the same for me <clears throat> um once i finally got it i could i could I could beat it multiple times, but just that first time I was like just over and over and over again. It was so hard. Now it probably wouldn't be that difficult, but. And that's I, the thing too. Like it's hardly my first rodeo with like a super difficult boss, right? Like yeah. I, I I've done this before. And the thing about like really difficult bosses is like, as much as I hate them in the moment, they tend to really grow on me and they actually tend to become like my favorite bosses in the game. Like the hardest boss in Sekiro, uh, um, sword St. Ishin, my favorite boss. I really struggled with him. I hated him at the time. My favorite boss, uh, 
in Bloodborne, uh, the Orphan of Kos, a boss that I on stream said I never wanted to fight again. I fought it again, and it's my favorite boss. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, generally speaking, generally speaking, with From Software bosses, the hardest ones are the ones that are the most well-designed. They're just also super hard to learn. But I'm at a point with Melania where I really feel like she is not an unfair boss, per se. But she is a very poorly designed boss. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That's and I a... just want to be done. I just want to beat her and be done. I am so tired of fighting her. Yeah. Now, with, uh, with this game, um, when you, when you fail to beat her and then you, you try again, whatever, either immediately or the next day or whenever you decide to play again, um, like, are you starting from the same point with the same, like, level of health and amount of weapons and everything? Or is there any kind of, like, build-up that you have to get to before you, before you fight her again? No, thankfully, there's a checkpoint right outside of her boss room. I, there's, I can just continually run straight into there with okay. no, like, debuff on me. Okay. That's that's good. That's good at least. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I remember video games back in the day when like Well, I mean, some, checkpoints were hell in the NES days. Yeah. Checkpoints were hell or some games didn't even like really have checkpoints and you just you just had to start from the very beginning every time you played the game. Yeah. Uh yeah, that was yeah. Pre- that was pretty brutal. Like, I remember there were times just playing like playing the same like early levels over and over, over and, and over, over and again, again to build up enough like enough lives to go into like a boss battle kind of thing. Yeah. Ugh. Those Thankfully, di- like that's. When I talk about like Elden Ring in a video, one thing I'm going to compliment them on big time is like they really like cut down on stuff like that. Like there it used to be, especially in in the older games, like you uh, a lot of times you'd have to like run really far before you were able to fight a boss again. Um, and it'd be really frustrating because you'd have to like over and over fight the same enemies just to reach like the one boss. And like, if you got hurt too many times, like it would really, it would really like suck away your healing and all that. And that was super frustrating. And they just, they really walked back that design decision in front in, uh, in Elden ring. Cause they were like, Hey, what if we created these little posts in the ground? And if you're near one, you can just respawn here and we'll put them outside of a bunch of boss rooms. And it's like, that's fucking fantastic. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That, that does sound like a good uh a good game feature to include. Yeah, it was it was a, a genius innovation on one of the more frustrating aspects of the series. Um Yeah. But yeah, I just I I I, <laughs> I just I, I don't know. 
it's it's always one of those things. I never really know how I truly feel about a boss until I beat them. But I really feel like I understand Melania well enough at this point to to pretty confidently say, I just don't like her. I just don't think it's a good boss. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Apparently, apparently you're not the only one who feels this way if you've if you've heard uh, several things about her before. So, well, that's the thing, too. Like, usually the most talked about bosses when it comes to these games are those like super tough, but super fair bosses. Like, again, Orphan of Cost and Bloodborne. I feel like I heard so much about that fucker before I actually fought him. And it's like for good reason. It's an incredible fight. Yeah, but Melania really just seems like she's stupid hard for the sake of being stupid hard, and that's why everyone's talking about her because no one can beat her. Ugh. It's it's like to the point to the point like there there's there's a there's a function in the game where you can summon other players to help you in like a co op setting, and if you do that, if you like summon other players into your game, if you like say go fight a boss, like the boss will have more health, but there will be two of you, so it's easier, and. I never summon for bosses because I know I'm good enough to beat them. And it's, I feel like for me as someone who's played these games as much as I have, like I don't want anyone else to feel bad if they do summon for bosses because it's totally fine. But for me specifically, I feel like it's shameful for me to, to be summoning for bosses. And so like people have suggested on my stream, like why don't you just summon and get it over with? And I'm like, but why would I sink this many hours into this fucking fight only to have it taken away from me by someone else beating it. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but like, but, you know, all that's to say, like the summoning thing, like <laughs> it's to the point that there is a guy who has, who's playing Elden Ring, who just, who just puts his summon down, sign down in front of Melania and he named his character let me solo her and he'll go and he'll he'll join your world and he'll beat the boss for you you just sit you just stay out of it he'll do it <laughs> okay that's kind of cool it is very cool and it's it's very funny um and it's a good meme to have around um in the community but it's just that really goes to show how tough the boss is that there's just a guy who's fucking soul existence is to go into other people's games and beat her for them <laughs> oh i like that it's like it's like when you when you were playing old school games and you know you had to always have that one friend come over you're like dude if we're gonna try to beat this game we gotta have you know matt come over because Max, the only one that can beat this level or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, the spirit, the spirit lives on in, diff in a different form. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Little, little bit. I mean, it's the same with like, uh, there is a, a game we played a lot on stream. I talked about it last week. I think, uh, Valheim is a, is a survival game that a lot of people play. And, um, there is, like when you die in that game, like you lose your entire inventory, mm -hmm. but it, it sticks around. Like it just stays wherever you died and it never despawns. So you can just go back and get it. But there are like parts of the, the map that are like really hard to survive in. Like there's a mountain area that gets so cold that you, you take damage just by being there unless you take, unless you have like certain armor or you take like a certain potion. 
And so if you die there and lose all of your armor and potions, it can be really hard to get your body back. And so when, when Valheim first came out, there was like a, 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 a group of guys you could like go into their discord and be like, Hey, I, I can't get back to my body. Can y'all help me out? And they'd like join your world and like escort you to your body, which is like a super funny concept. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Oh, geez. Huh. I like it though. Escort yeah. I you. love that kind of thing. Yeah. That, but I don't love millennia. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cool. Hopefully you, uh, Hopefully you can you can conquer her pretty soon so you can move on with uh, with the game. I really hope so. I because I'm so close to beating it, too. And this is this is the is this the last one in the series you have to beat? Yeah, this is the last one. OK, After this I'm done and I'll be sad. I will be sad. But uh, and I'll talk about this more when like. I beat the game and talk about it a bit on, on the podcast and I'll definitely talk about it a lot more when I make a video about the series, but I, I wish I could feel more positive about Elden Ring than I do. It is, it is definitely not my favorite in the series. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll be anticipating your full review when, uh, when that time comes. It's it's really it's it's a game that I that I I really wish I could feel less mixed about it than I do. Because okay. I you know, I love these games. I want to love all of them, but I I just I just don't. <laughs> yeah. I love a lot of things about it, but I just don't love it. Um this is this is super random and I don't think that I don't think you can necessarily uh pick it up listening to uh to the podcast, but I just noticed now that, um, I don't know if I mentioned this, there's new demon spawns that live above me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They've been there maybe like a month, month and a half, maybe. Um, and they, they like to run around too. And like as you were sitting there talking, I'm looking at like the the level of the mic and I just hear like a thud and the mic definitely can pick it up. It doesn't it doesn't raise raise it to the level um, of like where my voice would be. But if you listen close enough, you can you can probably pick it up in the background at some point. It's fucking awful. Oh man, um, I I did not hear it, but that obviously doesn't mean I'm not going to hear it when I <laughs> listen to the uh, recording. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it it's not super loud, but it was me not saying anything, and I saw like the little the little level of the microphone go up, and I'm like, oh god damn it! I didn't even say a word. Lily's just laying there in her bed sleeping. It's just those fucking kids. God. Fuck those kids. Damn it. Not 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 like like not 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 you know not literally. Like But like fuck them kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Hey, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. 
Oh, uh, oh, this was goofy. I um, I had to go to the pet store today, which oddly enough, pick mine, up some cigarettes. Mine does not sell tobacco products, so that's so like weird. Yeah, right. Those things go like, what together. Kind of, what kind of pet store? What kind of pet store, store doesn't sell tobacco? That's just odd. Yeah, it's super weird. So no, I didn't get any tobacco. Um, but uh, I needed to get some some poop bags uh, to pick up, you know, Lily's poop with. And, um, you know, sometimes depending on whatever brand you buy, they'll have like they'll have like a design on the bags and they come in like a little roll and they go in a little holder on her leash. And sure. You just, you know, you pull a bag out and you rip it off and you pick up her poop. And usually it's, you know, got like dog bones or like paw prints or some sort of design like that. I specifically bought the ones I bought today because the bags say poop. There it is. And I I'm happy think for you, Mike. I think that's great. I love it myself. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's just a boomer thing. But I thought that was hilarious. Man, did I did I ever tell you about the uh, the 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 crypto bros that bought Dune? No, I don't think so. You you would you'll love this. Okay, um, I'm I'm excited. This was at least a few months ago. I don't I don't know when the fuck this was. This was a while back. Um, there was like a conglomerate of like crypto dudes, crypto millionaires, and I forget the exact numbers. Uh, do you know what Dune is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so for anyone who doesn't know, it's it's like a it's like a lost manuscript um of like a, a sci-fi film that some director wanted to do back in the 70s that never got off its uh, got never got got off its feet or i don't know what the fuck i was trying to say there but you know what i mean and uh it's become kind of like a it's come kind of like a, a thing people are interested in in this era because they looked at it and they're like oh this would have been cool as fuck if it came out and they actually did make like a dune movie i think like last year but it didn't like really do everything the original like manuscript wanted to do. Okay. Yeah. That that's about all I'm aware of is that there was a movie that came out last year. Yeah. So, um, I guess people weren't like, people weren't necessarily disappointed by that movie, but it wasn't like everything it could have been, I guess is, is my understanding of it. I don't really know anything about doing what I do know is that some crypto bros, a conglomerate of them who had like a bunch of money, um, they went on auction and they bought, um, they bought a copy of Dune for three million dollars. Oh, okay. Wait, when you say a copy, what do you mean? What what did they actually buy? So they bought like I, I believe it's ten. There's like ten manuscripts that were made by said director, like back in the seventies, to like hand out to studios that are in circulation today. Um, they're the only like versions of it that are available, and it's how people know, like what could have been so to speak okay okay makes sense we're good i just wanted to make sure i knew what we were talking about gotcha so, so they bought one of these and then 
they 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 went onto the Twitter. They they got onto the interwebs and they made a plan. And they were like, now that we've got Dune, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put together. We're gonna we're gonna make as much of it public public uh publicly available as we can. We're gonna make a show and we're gonna set up like a bunch of NFTs that we can sell based on it. Uh, of course, of course they were. And people on Twitter rightly pointed out that buying a manuscript for Dune does not give you the rights to the intellectual property of Dune, which is what they bought, which is what they tried to buy. Nope, nope, it sure doesn't. <laughs> so this fucking manuscript, which is valuable because, again, there's only 10 of these, was bought at 100 times its estimated worth. Because these fucking idiots thought they were buying the intellectual property to Dune. Oh my god. Like, I mean, I could maybe see that if there was only one copy in existence that you might get confused that way. But with multiple copies, like... How do you fucking make that mistake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's not a, that's not a thing. It's so oh fucking God. goofy and people just dunked on them like crazy. And it made me really happy because anytime idiots who made money by being idiots, uh, spend it stupidly. That just makes me laugh. Oh God. So did they ever end up doing anything with, I don't, I don't know. It's been a few months since that happened. I haven't really heard anything else update wise. Okay. I thought you, I, I think they just kind of crawled into like a hole of shame and shut up. I thought you were going to say that they turned like each page into an NFT. I think that was the plan. I think their intention was to like, like, and by the way, I should mention too. I didn't mention this. Um, like that, that manuscript is, has been scanned and like freely available on the internet for a very long time. Like, the physical copies are still worth something, but like, it's not like people don't have access to that, but I think their plan was to like, like scan the pages and then turn them into NFTs and then destroy the actual book. Oh, because God. you know, crypto bros believe that like digitizing everything is the future. Right. Right. Which I mean, in a sense it is, but that doesn't mean you should destroy like a, 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 a valuable physical copy of something. Right. Oh my God. Fucking NFT bros, man. It's been it's been a good while since we've talked about NFTs, but it's because the NFT market crashed like crazy and it's hilarious and we love it. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty, pretty epic. Wonder how those space NFTs ever worked out. I wonder if they got NASA on board. Didn't we check in on them a while back and like NASA had disappeared from their bio? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what they're doing today. They probably don't fucking exist anymore. I would assume I would assume they closed their account because they I mean, it's hard to scam people on NFTs and NFTs is a, is a dying market. Was that uh, was that on our Twitter account? It was. I'm trying to look and see. Oh, it says they're still up. Uh, hang on. How do I view their profile. There we go. So, yeah, NASA's still gone off of their account they have not tweeted since december 18th oof yeah i wonder if the if the website is still up like they have to pay for that right they have to pay for the website nope the website's down this is a dead account <laughs> oh damn 
<sighs> and remember, they had the whole roadmap and everything. The fucking terrible 3D roadmap that blocked itself from being read. Oh, God. Yeah, Jesus. Oh. So fucking funny. Yeah, did they only have, like, one tweet? Yeah, I think they only ever tweeted the one time. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't think they ever got any, like, attention. Like, they never got past, like, 400 followers, and pretty sure everybody saw through them. Yeah. Which I'm glad that happened, because sadly, they, they don't always get seen through. <sighs> yeah, that's, um... Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty funny and sad at the same time. Um, uh, I was, I was talking about this with, uh, with Brian today. Um, our company had us do, we all had to do like, a like a cyber security awareness type training thing. Um, and it was literally nothing like I, I literally took it three times because I, I was afraid I was missing something. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was either a two or a three minute video. And when it finished, because um, I watched it on my phone, it um, <clears throat> it gave me some sort of like. This website is like being blocked by your your pop-up blocker and so like i was like okay well i'll allow it and then it would just send me back to the vid to the same video again and i was like what the fuck so i like watched it again and it seemed like it was just like an intro video it was an so intro to the actual training yeah like it was so short it was like be aware that there are cyber threats out there you may come across suspicious links in emails. And like that ended and I was waiting for like, you know, a section on like email security and, you know, a section on password protection and things like that. No, nope. the normal things you say. Right. Nope. Nope. It was just that like two or three minute video. And, uh, yeah, there were there was no like test or anything. There were no questions involved. Oh, <laughs> gotta love it. That's what made it super confusing. And they were like, thanks for taking this. We we may be sending you phishing emails in the, the coming weeks as a test as a t <laughs> that's so goofy. And we were talking about like God, we really hope that they're like super, super obvious, like, you know, like, I don't know, just from someone in our company asking for like our social security number or like, what's your mother's maiden name from like someone in like the sales department, like just like that'd be super funny, like stupid shit that like. Those like anyone outside of HR would never ask you. And even then they would probably like talk to you on the phone. And not or send you like a send you like a, a, a secured form. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
yeah, some sort of like company letterhead form kind of thing, not just like an email asking for that. So we're uh, we're both highly anticipating when uh, when that decides to come around. But um, yeah, I thought that was goofy. Our our cybersecurity training was just what I thought was an intro video. Yeah, that is super funny. I love that. Yeah, but people fall for that shit. So I guess uh, I guess it's not as obvious and ridiculous as I think it is. No, we're not really the target audience for that kind of thing. No, no, we're not. I mean, even being as much of a boomer as I am, I'm not even a target for that kind of thing. I know better than to like click on random suspicious looking links in emails. Yeah. Like that one that we got from Carissa. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh God. That shit was so fucking funny. Didn't, didn't you say you clicked on it? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I did. I opened it. Cause I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, yep. She's got fucking hacked. Yep. Yep. God, not surprised. No. Oh, that bitch. No. She's like getting married here soon. Didn't she already do that? Like three, four times? Something like that. Yeah. I think it's happening again. Oh, I wonder how long that's going to (laughs) last. Well, guess we'll find out. All right. Well, we're coming to the end here. We are. And uh, Mike and I got a little amount announcement to make before we end. Yep. Yep. Don't, uh, don't fret. We're not, uh, we're not going away. We are, uh, but we're just, we're changing up our schedule a little bit here. Yeah. From now on, from this, from this episode forward, we're going to be releasing break room nachos every two weeks instead of every week. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we both kind of gotten a little bit uh a little bit busy with uh with other stuff and uh I think it'll be good for uh I think it'll be great for our content too like it it's not it's not a it's not a decision being made specifically because I mean it is more or less a decision being made for like because both of us are not having as much time for the podcast as we would like but it's also like Mike and I live decently boring lives. We don't have a lot that happens within a week. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of episodes that we come to the table, not really having a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And just like, as far as uh, like timing goes, like when we started this, we would do this at like two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. And I almost never had a tough time, like carving out an hour out of my day. Like there were a couple times where like I needed to go back and like finish up a little bit of work after we were done. But for the most part, I had like wrapped up my day. I either, like overloaded my Monday or pushed some, some stuff off until Thursday um, to carve out time for that. And I mean, 
what probably like three or four times in the last like couple months i've had to be like yeah we might have to do this like an hour late or i'm gonna be a little late today or whatever usually i end up being able to record on time but we don't record now until about six o'clock my time right so we're it's like so much later and you're still like occasionally not being able to make it yeah and granted part of it is like you know when i get home I have to let Lily out and you know, if we record at six o'clock and record for an hour, I would ideally like to eat something before. Cause if not, it's like seven o'clock and I still have to make and eat my dinner. So yeah, you know, I'm like trying to like rush home and get everything done before we, we, we start recording. Um, and we, you know, obviously we can always reschedule it for a different day, but it's easier to just keep everything on pace. Like, right. If, if we have to like reschedule stuff, it kind of throws like my whole week off at least in terms of like when I need to do things. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Like we've only, we've only done it on a different day, like a couple times throughout our, what this is 76. Yeah, 76. Yeah, I, I, I know there were there were like a couple of times um, like one time early, I had to go and get like a covid vaccine and uh, there was like one day my Internet was being fucky and we had to delay it a couple days and maybe there was like one other time. But no, for the most part, I mean, it's every every Tuesday, but. Yeah, it's just getting harder and harder. And so, um, yeah, Mac brought it up and I was I was actually like a little bit relieved that uh, you surprised me. You surprised me by like how for it you were. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Kind of like kind of obviously like to to, like to say too like. There's there's no part like we it's not it has nothing to do with like our enjoyment of it. We love doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. No, it's great. It's 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 simply a matter of like we're not super pleased with like the content we're putting out. I'm not to say we aren't pleased like we just we, we know we could do better. So it'll help with that in its own regard. But like both of us, too, are just like like Mike's got so much more work going on, which is great. Because, you know, he's working on commission and more work means more money. And that's awesome. And my my YouTube channel is fucking killing it. And I'm trying to get as much work done for that as I can so I can keep the momentum going. And it's kind of one of those things where a lot of the times, like, I'll be coming home on a Friday thinking, like, I'm going to get so much work to do- done today. I'll be like, oh, fuck, I have to spend an hour and a half editing the podcast. And, like, that's not a huge amount of time, but it takes away from something else. And I don't like feeling like it's, it's some chore I have to do. Right. Right. And I mean, you know, back in, back in the day, not, not even all that long ago, but you know, I would, I would sit there and I, I mean, I still do it to a degree, but I would, I would have a ton of notes on potential things to talk about. And I can't tell you how many times recently it's been like, 
five o'clock on Tuesday. And I'm like, I have no fucking clue what we're going to talk about. I haven't had time to think about ideas or anything other than like a couple of notes that I'll put in about like, oh, this happened to me or that happened to me. Um, so yeah. Right. So that's the, you know, that's, that's, that's the, that's the thing guys, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where I think both, both you and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, like you and I did not discuss this at all. I'm just purely making an assumption that I feel is perfectly correct. I, I, I think both you and I would love to bring the podcast back up to being weekly at some point. It's just, it's not something that's working right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you and I had, we kind of mentioned that cause we, we talked last week after we, after we got done recording about all this and yeah, I mean, I think ideally we would both like it at some point to get back to back to weekly, but um yeah, at the current time uh that is not necessarily the easiest for for either of us to to get done. No. And um Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things that we feel like it'll be better for us and better for the podcast. So we decided to to go for it and we know it kind of sucks. And it's, it's again, not something we're, you know, we're, we're not doing this because we don't want to do the podcast. It's just kind of, we think it'll work better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, we're not, we're not going away. We're not going anywhere. We're just, not going to be here every every Monday for you. We'll we'll be here every other Monday. That's all. We kind we kind of sound like uh, we kind of sound like parents explaining divorce to their kids right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's okay, champ. I'll see you on holidays. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I do have one thing I want to bring up before I forget, because I feel like I'm going to completely forget about this. And it's not really. uh, It's not really a long story, but uh, the the girl at uh, the one account that that thought my name was Josh for the longest time. And then uh, we finally figured that out. And she asked me if she could call me by my last name. Well. Last time I walked in, she goes, hey, Lupo, how's it going? And I was like, holy shit. That you fucking remembered? I don't know. So we're 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 all good now. She she knows who I am. She calls me by by my last name, and I'm totally cool with that. A lot of people do. Sure do. Not me, though. No. And that's fine. You don't have to. Most people call you, yeah. you by not your first name, so. Yeah, but I, that's because I forced them to at gunpoint. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like your first name, and that's fine. Mm-mm. But yeah, for, that, that, that's it, guys. Um, nothing about the podcast is, is changing content-wise. We're just doing it every two weeks instead of every week. And, you know, I, I am sorry to the people who get really excited about the podcast every week, but I think in the long run, it, it's going to be better for everybody involved. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry, fuckers. Yeah, fuckers. Um, yeah, I am excited that that hopefully we have uh hopefully we our content goes goes up significantly with with a little extra time in between. That's the hope. Nice. And with that being said, thanks for joining us on episode 74. We will 76. see you in two weeks. 76, sorry. Fallout 76, yep. the worst games ever made. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Uh, yeah, everybody in the comments, wish me luck beating Melania, and we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. See you in two weeks.